St. Mark 10, 17. And when he was gone forth into the way, that is Jesus, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest. He said, Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. I like to read just a verse of scripture. Verse 15. This is the word of the Lord. That which hath been is now. I want that to sink in. And that which is to be hath already been. And God requireth that which is past by the grace of god this morning i will be speaking on the subject the future began yesterday shall we pray precious father we thank you for the privilege we have in christ to come into your presence we thank you for the everlasting sacrifice of Jesus for us on the cross of Calvary whereby we can come into your presence without any sense of condemnation or guilt whereby we can speak to you and call you Abba Father because of our adoption into your family by the veil and the way that he has made for us through the curtain Father this morning we come into your presence knowing fully well that in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore Speak a word to us in due season. Help us to grasp the length and the breadth and the height and the width of the truth that you are passing across this morning because you are interested in our welfare. Help us to be courageous to implement that which we learn and receive and hear and see. That we may profit from the words spoken and not just hear them for hearing's sake. Anoint me with your presence and your power and that I may by accuracy of the spirit deliver the message with great simplicity anoint the listeners all and sundry in such a way that they will be able to imbibe and inculcate into their lives the truth of this message that it may be lucrative to them in all their dealings and let it be father at the end of the day that you will take all the glory for all that is wrath among us while we will receive the blessing we thank and praise your name father in Jesus' name we pray. The future began yesterday. Today as an individual, I want you to know that you are who you are 
you have what you have and you are where you are as a result of the interaction of certain variable forces who you are today what you have and where you are is a product of the interaction of a number of variable forces those forces among others include your natural ability skill and intelligence which are natural endowments by god they also include one of the other forces that interact include your family background another force that interact with all other forces is your formal and informal education the kind of education you have received interacts with your family background interacts with your natural ability skill and intelligence and also interact with who you know and where you live all of these forces interact to determine to some extent who you are what you have and where you are while i do not make light of the interaction among these forces interacting to determine who you are what you have and where you are by the grace of god today i would like to look at a very important force that to a great extent is into determining who we are today and we shall be in our future what we have today and we will ever have in our future where we are today and where we are going to be in our future and that force is the force of the opportunities that we have had the opportunities we are having now and the opportunities that will come our way whether you know it or not the opportunities you have had in the past the opportunities you are open to now and the opportunities you are going to be exposed to in the future and what you do with them or you do not do with them will to a great extent determine in the future who you are what you have and where you're going to stand that is why the title of a message says the future began yesterday yesterday you had a number of opportunities today you are having quite a number of opportunities and tomorrow by the grace of god you're going to be exposed to several divine opportunities what you do or fail to do with them will to a large extent determine who you are going to be where you are going to be in life and what you are going to possess that is why the message of ecclesiastes 3:15 says that which has been is now which means my state today was conditioned by the opportunities i had yesterday and what i did with it and that which is to be what i'm going to be tomorrow is it has already been by what i did or did not do with the opportunities that god gave me and then he concludes by saying god required that which is past there is a way in which the past catch up with the future there is a way in which with what we have done with what we had in the past the cornerstones of our future are already put in place there are certain opportunities that have been lost that may not be regained but there are some that are currently available and there are several other opportunities that are on their way to us. We are in terrible, challenging, perilous times. 
And one of the best things you can do for yourself is to begin to redeem the opportunities you have for the days are evil. I want you to see opportunities, divine opportunities as divine provisions for us which ought to be seized and used for our own profiting. It is in the nature and plan of God for us. No matter who we are, no matter where we have been, no matter what we have, it is the plan and the nature of God to offer unto us opportunities, varied opportunities, which God wants us to seize. God said this to me yesterday and so much blessed me. He said, none of my children can complain that I did not give them or I'm not giving them opportunities. Say, none of my children can complain. No child of God lacks opportunity. No child of God can say, well, the, the reason why I am the way I am today is because God never gave me opportunity. Why we are the way we are today is determined not just by the opportunities we have had, but by what we have done with them. By how and to what extent we have seized them as and when due. Of the very many opportunities in God's world, opportunity to be saved. Some of us have seized it. Some of us have not. Opportunity to repent. Some of us have seized the opportunity to repent for some things we are doing wrongly. Why some of us have not seized it? Opportunity to give. Every Sunday, every Christian program, there is an opportunity to give. There is an opportunity to break the curse of poverty and be liberated from the dominion of lack. Is an opportunity. But not everybody sees such opportunities. But the future began yesterday. If you complain of poverty today, there were some seeds you sowed or you did not sow in the past that is conditioning what you are currently faced with. Poverty, to some extent, have been institutionalized in your families, not because of the economy of this country the way it is now, but because of what you did with what you had yesterday. Some people will say, I, didn't, I don't have much. The reason why you don't have much now was it's not because of what is happening now. It was because of the opportunities you had yesterday and how you related to it. The future began yesterday. It started yesterday. Well, I have a problem with my marriage. The future began yesterday. I have a, few, I have a problem with my career. The future began yesterday. I have a problem with my finances. The future began yesterday. I have a problem with my parents. The future began yesterday. I have a problem with my marital life. The future began yesterday. No child of God can say, God have not continually offered opportunities in the past, often in the present, and will forevermore offer in the future. God gives you opportunity to marry, opportunity to go to school. <laughs> I know some people who are doing jobs now that are odd. Not because their parents did not send them to school, but they did not seize those opportunities fully. They played with it. They did not make hay while the sun shine. Several people, as it were, are going through things they shouldn't have. If only they had remembered that the future began yesterday. That which has been is that which is now. And that which shall be is that which has been. God always requires the past. Today is the present, but it will soon be the past. And what you do with the opportunities of today, we go a long way to determine what the future has to offer you. No witches are trying to block you out. No witch is strong enough when you do the right thing. When you wanted to get saved 
and you confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, no hell could stop you from entering into the provisions of God. The future began yesterday. Opportunities to, to, to meet other people. At times God will take you to a place so that you can have an opportunity to meet someone. To meet someone who in future may serve you. I've been to some churches and I had the opportunity to meet some people. And in my future when I needed such people, it was easy for me to go to them. But it was because I used the opportunity that God gave me in the past to meet such people. God always offers to his children opportunities. But it's a different thing entirely what you do with them. There is nothing in how good an opportunity is if it is not seized. As a believer, we ought to make up our minds that though we may have lost opportunities in the past, but in the present, with all seriousness and devotion to God, we'll seize whatever opportunities God is going to make available to us. We'll make sure we use them because God gave them to us as gifts. God gave them to us the same way he has given everything to us. If you can receive opportunities that God has given to you, the same way you receive gifts like healing and deliverance and salvation, you will discover that your attitude to opportunities will vary. When you see people turn out the way they turn out, don't blame God because God gave them the opportunity. Don't blame the devil because the devil couldn't have stopped them if they made up their minds too, like they did when they got saved. Don't blame others because others could easily have been resisted or opposed for you to take advantage of opportunities. Because other things that we do that prevent us from seizing those opportunities are always there for us to do after we have seized the opportunities that may never repeat themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God is full of several people who seized and who used the opportunity that God offered them. In the days of Jesus Christ, according to Luke 5, 15, Luke 6, 17, Luke 6, 17, he said the people came from far near to hear and to be healed of their plague. What a privilege to sit under the message of Jesus Christ. In the days of Jesus, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, had only one opportunity for Jesus to pass his way, and he seized it. You find this in Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52. In the days of Jesus, Zacchaeus, a short publican, took advantage of the opportunity that Jesus gave him when Jesus passed through the way of his city. The Bible says in Luke 19, verse 1 to 9, Zacchaeus, because he was so short, yet he was rich, he did not pride himself in the fact that he was big and rich. When the opportunity availed himself for him to catch a glimpse of the Son of Man, he climbed the tree, sycamore tree, and from there he looked at Jesus, he seized the opportunity. That opportunity helped him discover that he was a son of Abraham. That opportunity helped him discover that he had a right to the beauties of the glory of the riches that Christ came to offer. And that opportunity led to another opportunity. Jesus Christ slept in his house. Imagine a day Jesus Christ slaying over in your own house. In the days of Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood sees the opportunity that God gave her. The word of God tells us in Mark 5, 25, she had heard about Jesus. And the day came when Jesus passed away and she followed and she seized that opportunity. She never allowed it to pass. There are opportunities to invest, to travel, to connect with people, to receive from God, to be transformed, to be delivered. Opportunities. The same opportunity you look at and think is not big enough is all what some people need. The same time you have 
and you think it's not enough is what has changed people's lives forever the woman took an opportunity on the day that jesus visited the pharisee we find this account in luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 50. the bible says she was a sinner she never make she didn't try to say she was not but the day came when jesus came to a house near her own house she never thought that she was holy enough for christ to come into her house but jesus came to the house near her house when she had jesus was in the house she went to Jesus' house with a very precious ointment and she did four things she wept and wetted the feet of jesus with her tears she used her hair which is her glory to clean the feet of jesus many women wouldn't want to use their hair to display the glory of god she used her hair to clean the feet of jesus and she kissed his feet because jesus christ would never allow her to kiss his mouth she kissed his feet and she poured that oil upon Jesus' feet. She seized the opportunity. She seized the opportunity of us. What somebody else did not do. To do what she could do. She couldn't do it to her. She couldn't provide the meal. She couldn't provide the house. She couldn't provide the life. That was good enough for Jesus to visit. But she took advantage of Jesus visiting a place. To come and tap into. What Jesus had to offer. You are playing with what you have. You are joking with the openings and the opportunities. They are gifts of God. The same way people who go to hell will regret for not using the opportunity to be saved. That is the same way the child of God will regret for not using the opportunity to invest. The opportunity to do the right thing. To meet some people. To be committed and to start when there is still time. Mary was someone who seized the opportunity in the days when Christ was here. The Bible said Jesus Christ visited Mary and Martha. Martha was busy trying to make food available for Christ. But Mary thought it differently to sit at his feet. When next will Jesus come this way? When next will Jesus come this way? She must have said. She must have said, I have seen him preach from far. I've heard his tapes. I have, I have heard what people said he preached in that place and that place. But this is an opportunity for him to preach to an audience of one. Mary sat at his feet. She lost the desire for food. She lost the desire to do any other thing except to sit at his feet. And Jesus said, matter, matter. You are careful and troubled about any, many things. The next time Christ was in that house, the Asino brother had died. How many opportunities do you have to have Christ sit down for an evening with you? But Mary seized it. And Mary used it. Who you are today, what you have today and where you are today is a product of the interaction of several variable forces but one of them are the opportunities you had the ones you have now and the ones you will have in the days ahead mary used it well jesus said matter matter you are careful and troubled about many things only one thing is needful peter used the opportunity that christ gave him in luke chapter 5 for an extraordinary harvest peter had told all night but he got nothing as i'm speaking now you will be remembering some opportunities you had and some opportunities that are right before you now that your eyes have not opened to see you begin to see them and let me say this there'll be so many in the future that are going to come to you and be around you and who you are going to be what you're going to have where you're going to be in life will be determined by that and i'm going to deal with issues or reasons where people miss out or why people do not seize and adequately harness the blessing of opportunities that god has given them 
Peter used the opportunity. He said, we have told all night, but got nothing. Many of you are toiling out there in business. You are catching nothing. Yesterday was an opportunity. Toiling all night, all day, but you got nothing. A lot of effort, but little product. So life continues like that. Don't you think education and information will inspire you to recognize and to use the opportunities you are going to have? God said this to me. He said, because he asked me to have mercy. There are some opportunities I have said we never repeated in some cases that I'm going to have to repeat because you asked me for mercy. In Matthew 14, Peter again used the opportunity that God gave him. When in Matthew 14, you read from verse 27 to 29, Peter had an opportunity to walk upon the waters. Nobody in his family had ever done it. Nobody even encouraged him. I mean, some would say, hey, I will have done. If you have asked me to, to go for that education, I will have gone. If you have asked me to do the exam, I will have done it. Nobody will encourage you to do what you know will determine your future more than you. Other people's encouragement means nothing to you. Did we not announce the service? Did we not announce that there is going to be this, there's going to be that, there's going to be that? Did we not? What is it that we should have done that we did not do? To what extent should we have gone that we did not go? There will be people in this world who are going to be lost. The gospel is on air, television, radio, tracts, books, everywhere. And yet, some people will still not be saved. Those who are not saved can only say what Israel said in Jeremiah 8.20. He said the harvest is past, the summer is ended, but we are not saved. They lost the opportunity. The word of God is full of several people who lost opportunities. Judas lost the opportunity that God gave him. What better opportunity will you have had than to be one of the personal staffs of Jesus? But you know there are some great things you think is nothing. You complain. You, you, you say, look at what this man is doing to me. He's cheating me, he's doing this. Judas had the same spirit. But do you know he lost an opportunity? Judas, as one of the apostles of the Lamb, should have had his name engraving on the foundation of the new Jerusalem. According to Revelation 21 verse 14, but he lost it. Barnabas lost the opportunity. Barnabas, according to Acts 15, 39, when because of an argument with his senior pastor, decided to move on or move out. He lost the opportunity of his name ever again being mentioned in the Bible for posterity. The man who kept his one talent in a napkin, in Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30, lost the opportunity for investment. Some people save their money. They do not know that the best form of saving is to invest. <laughs> get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. The best form of saving is investment. If you want to save your money by keeping it idle in the bank, you know it does not generate. Capital that does not work is not productive. Either for the owner or for the bank. That man with one talent... He missed. He did not seize the opportunity that was given to him. The opportunity that was given to him was the same opportunity that was given to the two other people. One was given two talents, one was given five. Every man according to his several ability. You can never blame God that he never gave you a chance. He did and he's doing and we forever do. And so if tomorrow you end out in the lower range of the structure of success in life, it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. Take a look in the mirror. That is the culprit you are looking at. The thief on the cross, one of them lost an opportunity. One of them seized it, the other one lost it. That is to let you know that there are people who listen to the same message. While some people get nothing out of it, others will get something out of it. 
I read the stories of years ago. Two young men were living together in a, in a room, one bedroom apartment in Canada. The two of them every Sunday morning, because they didn't know what church to go, they would tune the television then, and Ora Robot will come on the line. In those days, Ora Robot used to have a slogan that says, Something good is going to happen to you. How many of you had that? All right, some of you are not old enough to know that there was a viable time like that. Something good. One of the two young men under the same condition, poverty. They were in school struggling to make ends meet. One of them will say, Oh, let it happen. I don't know how we say this is what you have been saying every Sunday. Something good will happen. Something good will happen. Nothing has happened. While one person is, was receiving it, the other person was doubting it. In life today, the difference is clear. The other one who said, let it happen, is a successful businessman on Wall Street. The other one who said, well, you said it will happen last week. You said it happened last, three weeks ago, one month ago. It has not happened. Where is it going to happen? Is living now in charity in the back streets of Montreal. Ladies and gentlemen, opportunity came to both of them. They had the same word. They drank of the same rock. They ate of the same manner. But one person entered into the promised land while another one perished in the wilderness of luck. Israel as a nation did not seize the opportunity they had. God gave them an opportunity to, to, to travel for 21 days into their land of promise. But they lost it. Nazareth, the town of Jesus, in Mark chapter 6, verse 1 to 6, did not use the opportunity they had. When Jesus came there for a city-wide crusade, Christ went there like he had gone to every other place. Listen to me. The future began yesterday. Yesterday was when your future started. You are saying, what about my future? There is something you could have done in the past. Do now that can make your future certain. I'm saying certain. There are certain things you need to do and stop doing in order for you to put yourself in position strategically. To take opportunity of what the, to take a hold or seize opportunities that God is making to come your way. Brothers and sisters, the future began yesterday. It was yesterday that what you are going to be was put in place in a little form. It is today that what you are going to be tomorrow is being shaped in a little form. You can't blame people because we are always rush, rushing to, to, to put the blame at somebody else's door. But the opportunities of today, those of yesterday, and those that are coming towards us are determining a lot of things more than we can imagine. The foolish virgins in Matthew 25, verse 1 to 13, that did not remember to bring excess extra oil, lost the opportunity. You need to put your money where your mouth is. If you know you are going to do something in future, why not provide for it now? Providing for things against the time to come that you may lay hold. I want to give you some things, some characteristics of opportunities. Because you see, some people don't know some characteristics of opportunities. I want, to, I want to share them with you, a few of them. The following represents some of the characteristics of opportunities. The ones we have had, the one God is bringing away now, and the one we are going to have in the days ahead. Number one, while some opportunities are common to all of us, like opportunities to be saved is common. Opportunity to be healed is common opportunity to be delivered there are however some opportunities that are personal and specific for me for example because my destiny is to take the word of god to the nations emphasizing its integrity the opportunities i'm likely to receive are likely more to be the opportunity to travel the opportunity to meet people for someone who is a businessman whose business is probably in this locality 
the opportunity to travel may not be any opportunity it may not be a good opportunity for him so some opportunities are general but some opportunities are specific personal and definite in line with the destiny that god has for us the second characteristic of opportunities some opportunities come once and for all but some opportunities come again and again and again and again the opportunity to have a white wedding comes once the opportunity to pass through some places comes once you can only be young once you can only be a student once there are something you cannot have again as an opportunity so be careful if the only opportunity you have is lost due to insensitivity carelessness or fear but there are some opportunities that will come again and again and again and an opportunity to be saved it keeps coming again and again every sunday every program you go they give you opportunity to be saved it keeps coming again and again and again but there are some opportunities that when they come it's only once and if you cannot seize it bye bye to it and your life will never have meaning and fullness if they are not seized number three another thing about some opportunities is that many important opportunities may come when you least expect i know we expect but there are some opportunities that will come when you least expect that is why you need to live ready in Acts 12 deliverance came to peter when he least expected he was sleeping he had probably resigned himself to to, to what was going to happen he had only he had probably prayed and was tired of praying and said okay but opportunity came suddenly when he least expected in first samuel 17 david did not go to the war front to go and fight goliath he went to the war front to give food to his brothers who were soldiers and they were fighting but the opportunities came suddenly it fell on his lap in a time when he did not even thought it was going to be so one other thing about opportunities is that they may suddenly descend on you ladies and gentlemen that is why you need to be prepared you need to harness everything you need to put yourself in shape because when the opportunities come if you are not prepared for it you are not likely to be able to take advantage of it people who seize opportunities that come suddenly are people who are prepared for it in genesis 41 a day before the day that pharaoh sent for joseph he was a prisoner in fact the person that pharaoh i mean the person that joseph had interpreted his dream for who should remember joseph did not remember joseph he forgot him but suddenly the opportunity came the opportunity can just come to meet that person the opportunity can just come to go to that place the opportunity can just come to do that thing the opportunity can just come it can just come not because it's cheap but god has designed it for you as a gift number four i call them packaged opportunities i call them loaded opportunities opportunities that open up other opportunities you can have for example an opportunity to travel but as you travel opportunity to do business may open you can have opportunity to visit a place as you visit another opportunity may open to minister you can have opportunity to just to go on holiday to a place but as you go there an opportunity may come to meet some other people opportunities that open up other opportunities that is something you need to every opportunity is not just the way you see it now let me say another thing the fifth characteristic of opportunity not every opportunity is from god <laughs> is not every door that is open 
that God is the one who has opened it. It's not every door because some people have this assumption. Every opportunity that knocks at my door must be from God. There are some satanically devised opportunities to take you away from God's purpose. Opportunity to marry does not mean it is coming from God. Opportunity to make money does not mean that is the God who is behind it. Opportunity to have, to be, may not be from God. In 1 Samuel 26, from verse 7 to 17, Saul was at the mercy of David and David could have killed him. In fact, some of David's mighty men advised him, this is an opportunity to kill your enemy. But David said, no, this is not from God. An opportunity to do something that is contrary to God's will is not from God. Because a door open does not mean you enter. You should be sharp and discerning enough to know that some opportunities don't come from God. Some opportunities, so to speak, are distractions. They are intended to confuse you. They are intended to compound your problem. They are intended to popularize you. They are intended to steal, to kill, to destroy. Those are not opportunities. They are not from God. The devil came to Jesus. He said, if you be the son of God, command the son of made bread. Jesus would have said, I will prove my ministry is a very powerful ministry. That's not an opportunity from God. The opportunity from God will not make you do something that is contrary to God's law. It will not make you do something that is contrary to God's will. It will not make you do something that is contrary to God's ways. Every opportunity is not from God. That is why you need to learn how to evaluate opportunities. Openings. Chances. Not every opening. Not every chance. Not everything that looks fine. And glitter is gold. That is why you need to evaluate. Critically analyze. Potential investors. Not everybody who comes to buy in your store. That is a customer. Some of them have come there to spy you. To look at how they can penetrate you. And dupe you. They have come to talk to you, to reach your heart, so that they can fake things and mess up your finances. You are coming out of your financial doldrums. God is putting some things in place for you, but please know this. It's not every opening, it's not every chance, it's not every opportunity, it's not every occasion. There is an occasion for you to use. There are some occasions you need to learn how to say no, though. Because they are not in line with this purpose for your life. Number six, characteristic of opportunities. While some opportunities are obvious, there are some that are not obvious. That is why you need to develop your sensitivity. Every opportunity is not obvious. When a chance and opening comes to you that is a divine gift of heaven, it may not look like an opportunity. It's not every opportunity that is, that is obvious. When you look at it, you may not even see anything about it for you to embrace it. And that is why you need to develop your sense of judgment. And you need to know God. God said this to me yesterday. He said, those who know me will not fall into the traps of Satan. You see, those who know God will know that this one is actually an obvious one. Who would have thought that being sold out into slavery for Joseph was an opportunity to have his dreams come to pass? Who would have thought that through being crucified on a cross like a criminal is the way for life to all who believe on him? Who will have thought that the way up is down? Who will have thought that the stone with the builders reject can be held the head of the corner? Who will have thought that George can make a gift of, the, of a ministry? Who will have thought that you are going to be in the head of your family soon? Who will have thought that you are going to be a millionaire? They never give you a chance in a million because you are not educated enough. They never give you a chance in a million because you see, you do not work with them. You do not do what they do. You do not go with them. But who will have thought that the opportunities of today will set into place the future 
who would have thought that the young boy in the learning some years ago riding a motorcycle who was poor supernaturally who did not have enough to eat who did who, who whose trousers are only two and the shirts are only three who would have thought that god would make a gift to the world out of such a person some opportunities are not obvious oh if some people know what you are going to be they will be your friends now oh when god will have built up zion zion shall appear some people are losing opportunity by not caring to be your friend make sure you don't despise anyone the future belongs to everybody who used the opportunity of the past i always say this to you remites don't despise yourself remite took me to a house that he just bought in the u.s one million dollars i calculated it and i almost ran mad he said well the one million built he said i furnished with so and so and so and so then i said how much do you earn he said don't let us talk about that sir because you begin to think of changing work i said i will never change work i will never change work eventually when he told me i i didn't think about <laughs> you know what i'm i mean everyone is tempted jesus was tempted he was at all point tempted but he did not sin he didn't act about it when i saw the slickness of his car i saw the beauty of his life i said to myself had i known and i said god i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> hallelujah that which shall be is that which is past that which is now is that which has been and god will always require that which is past what you are doing with what you have today will eventually determine who you are where you stand and what you are going to possess you need to do something with the opportunities you have so but you are not very obvious they're not very obvious but you see when god gives you discernment that is why you need to pray what the prayer that that many people in the bible pray said open my eyes that i may behold one not the other law lord lighten my eyes psalm 13 verse 3 say lighten my eyes oh lord let us live the sea of death psalm 18 28 he said thou lord will light my candle thou lord will enlighten my darkness number seven characteristic of opportunities is that opportunities can be lost by the following ways not being used not being used fully and being misused you can misuse an opportunity you may not use an opportunity and you may not use an opportunity to fool i was asking someone some years ago i remember this question i said in matthew 17 verse 27 jesus christ spoke to peter he said peter go into the go into the water and bring out a fish catch a fish and bring it and take the coin in its mouth and give it to me that i may pay for the taxes what people say i owe that i asked the young man i said what will you do with the fish when you take the money out of his mouth he said i will throw it back into the water i said you have just used an opportunity for a fish pepper soup if jesus told you to go and catch a fish that's not a fish with money in his mouth is that another fish he said you throw it back into the water how many times has any fisherman caught a fish with money in his mouth that's not another when you eat that kind of fish it will digest properly it will help your financial well-being <laughs> it will, i mean when a fish comes into the church with money in his mouth it's not a common fish an investor i mean that fish was ready to invest in the kingdom of god that's an investor that is an investing fish you know, make you fishers of men, not fish with water in their mouth, but with golden coins in their mouth. Look at your neighbor and say, what kind of a fish are you? Do you have rottenness in your mouth or golden coin? I mean, that's not another, that kind of a fish. I mean, you don't catch that kind of a fish and throw it back to the water. You take it home and build an aquarium, if you're the kind of person that enjoys looking at fishes. Or you put it on fire and fry it. That kind of fish is not ordinary. Let me say this to you. Opportunities can be lost by not using it fully. It's not everybody that is enjoying the full strength of their salvation. 
instead of everybody that's enjoying the full strength of Rebbe Chapel, you come to church only on Sundays. You don't know what our midweek services look like. You don't know what God is offering through our midweek services. I learned that the speaker of yesterday's seminar talked about YMTS. The speaker of Congress at Congress 2004 talked about YMTS. For God's sake, what story will you have to tell when you leave this town? People call me from all over the place and they ask, How is YMTS? How is YMTS? Is it still there? I said, Yes. I said, But you see, so many people are not seizing the opportunity that God has given them opportunity to learn, opportunity to improve, opportunity to get better, opportunity to, to, be, to be rebuked by someone who knows what you are supposed to do. Some opportune people at times hide what they do because they do not want to take advantage of the opportunity of correction. There are some things that can still be corrected now. Which if not corrected will destroy you in future. Take the opportunity of a church that loves you. And want to help you to get married right. Want to help you to be a good student. Want to help you to be a straight businessman. Want to help you to be a good husband and a good wife. Such opportunities are rare. It's not every church that is involved in trying to make people marry right. If you bring a goat to some churches and you dress it. They will join both of you together. They will join together. I mean, a sister was telling me this. He said he, she went to a wedding. He said when she was looking at the man that was being joined to the woman, he said he knew there was no joining or coin. He said because when you look at the man, you just thought that this man cannot join to anything. He said while the wedding was going on, his eyes were still looking at the sisters walking around. <laughs> Having eyes full of lust. I mean, that kind of a... <laughs> he, he, said, he said, I just knew that this man is not being joined to anything. He said because the man was busy looking he said he was looking more at the best lady than the person that the best lady was the best lady to you think if that person has an opportunity given to him by the devil he will not do something against what they are doing that day ladies and gentlemen hear me opportunity can be lost by not be using it can be lost by not using it to fool it can be lost by disuse judas lost it he didn't use it well moses lost it he didn't use it well Moses lost it. Demas lost it. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. He did not use it well. The Galatian Christian lost it. Lot lost it. Lot's wife became a pillar of salt. He lost it. The opportunity God gave Lot's wife and Lot to be delivered from the burning Sodom and Gomorrah. They did, both of them did not use it well. Lot went to a place that was different from the place God wanted him to go. Lot's wife became a pillar of salt. Saul never used the opportunity God gave him to be a king. Somebody can give him an opportunity to lead a fellowship. Men's fellowship, women's fellowship, youth fellowship, teenagers fellowship. Somebody can be given an opportunity to travel and he or she will not use it well. You can be given an opportunity to meet someone. You collect the card, but you don't use it well. Once you collect the card, you don't call that person again. It's only when you are in need and desperate that you now say, well, I think I know somebody there. You know that that person you think you know, you'll not be able to be confident to stand before that person. Let me quickly round up by saying this. Two more. Opportunities do not last forever. Opportunities are perishable products. Opportunities are only for a time and a season. Opportunities do not last. They have a time frame. To everything there is a time. Psalm 95 verse 7. He said today if you hear his voice harden not your heart. There is a time. The Bible says, Zechariah 9, 12, turn to the song of you, President of Hope. Today I declare unto you that, today I declare unto you that if you don't turn, you will not be able to have the double blessing I intend for you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, there's a time frame for every opportunity. The children of Israel were given an opportunity to go and gather manna in Exodus 16. And there was a time frame on it. If they waited until the sun comes up, it will have melted. The manna will have melted. What are you trying to share, Brother George? I'm trying to let you know that opportunity half time frame reference. Proverbs 27 verse 1. Boast not to travel tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow may bring. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Opportunities have a time frame. When we misuse opportunities or we do not use them, they can be taken from us. They were taken from Judas. The Bible said in Acts 120, his bishopric, let another take. Let another take. Ladies and gentlemen, having said all of this, I want now quickly for the next few minutes to talk about the benefits of using opportunities. The benefits. If I have an opportunity, what am I going to get from using it? Whether general or specific, what am I going to get? Now, I'm trying to tell you the benefit of using opportunities so that you can be more serious about what you have. The greatest thing I believe God can give anybody is, a, is an opportunity. The word opportunity actually can be defined as a good chance for advancement. A good chance for advancement. Meeting somebody like Minister Toby is an opportunity. Because it's a good chance for advancement. At times, some people will not even think of that. Meeting someone like me is an opportunity. Some people want to shake my hand. But you don't just shake, you don't just have access to shake my hand. You can even walk up to me and introduce yourself. When I go out to conferences, the security paraphernalia is so tight compared to what you what you see here is child's play. Child's play. People are specifically delegated to stay in the hotel and ward off hungry looking men and women but you see you have opportunity to sit very close but you know what you prefer sitting at the back you have an opportunity to sit down and be counseled by 25 years 24 into 25 years of being a christian but you know what you do you go to non-entities people who have not been able to well organize their lives how can they help somebody else you go to people who don't even know the way. How can they tell you where it is? You prefer that. To go to people who don't know their left and right. Charlatans. Quacks. You know there are some people who are sick. Instead of going to doctors, they go to native doctors. They call somebody native. We go to him. If you have a good case, you go to a good lawyer. You don't go to a bad lawyer. You go to a senior advocate. Somebody who has been advocated to a point that among advocates, if there's anything like that, He's a senior member. That's who you go for. When you want to bring for the baby, you go to the best of doctors. You go to the best of places where you will be well taken care of. But you see, when you come to spiritual things, you go to quacks. We have people pray with a sense of idiocy. They pray without an intelligent recognition of biblical injunction. They think prayer is prayer, not even mind whether it's scriptural or biblical or not. They go through the motions and they tell you to keep coming back because they want to keep you with them. Not because they want to make you independent. Not because they want to make you a doer of the word. But they want to make you a slave to them forever. Which one do you prefer? At times the things that are good for people, people don't necessarily like them. What are the benefits of using opportunities? Number one, when you use opportunities that you are given, no? the giver of the opportunity is pleased and happy. One way of making God happy is for you to, to use the chances, the openings, the opportunities, and the circumstances he has given you. 
when you give someone a tie or a shirt or a shoe when you see it on them you're happy they're using it nobody wants to give someone something they will not use because your blessing does not come to you except the person uses what you give them so if you are giving somebody something consider what it, whether it's going to be of use to that person if that person uses it then the blessing comes to you if that person does not use it there's no way the blessing of giving it to that person comes to you so consider what you give before you give it will this person use it I have met some people who have come to me with ties, shirts, and said, Sir, I want you to use this tile. And at times when I've used the tie, I go to them and I'd let it. And <laughs> because it knows that it's harvest on the way. Because whatever is not deployed can never multiply. What is opportunity? Opportunity can be defined not only as a good chance to advance, opportunity can be defined as a combination of favorable circumstances. A combination of favorable circumstances and opportunity can also be defined as suitable circumstance it can be defined as an opening opportunity is an opening it can also be defined as a set of favorable circumstance for doing something a set of favorable circumstance for doing something and one of the greatest gifts you can receive is an opportunity if you're a minister, there are such opportunities. If you're a married woman, if you're a single brother, single sister, you're a student, whatever you are, there are opportunities. Opportunities represent the greatest gift you can be given. That's why God said, I set heaven and earth. I set before you heaven and earth to record it against you. I set before you blessing and life is a choose life that you and your children will live. What, is the, what are the blessed opportunities? The first blessing, like I told you, is that it is one way of making God very happy. One way to please God is to be conscious of and use present opportunities while preparing effectively for future ones. David knew how to use opportunities. When he went to greet his brother on the war front, he used the opportunity of meeting Goliath to kill him and forever put his name in the books of God as a giant slayer. Benefit is God is pleased. Number two benefit of using opportunities. Listen to this. Everyone who uses opportunities gets greater one in the future. To him that has shall and use it well shall more be given and he will have much. And to him that has and does not use it, even that which he has shall be taken away. Let him that uses the office of a deacon well know this that they purchase for themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith that is of Christ. When you use an opportunity well, you put yourself in line for another one. When you use the chance, the opening well, when you are given an opportunity to speak for 30 minutes and you speak well, they give you another opportunity. When they say speak for 10 minutes and you speak for 45 minutes, they close the door of the opportunity. When they invite you to come and preach to the people and you cause them, they close the opportunity. Let me say something to you. When you use a divinely granted or given opportunity to invest, God will make sure he opens more to you. If he gives you opportunity to travel and you use it well, God will open more. Listen to me. From the very first day that God gave me an opportunity to travel, he told me, he said, you can by what you do, either keep the door open or shut it in your face. So are you shutting the door or keeping it open? You have to do the right thing to keep that chance there for you. You have to do the right thing. If someone gives you his car to drive, let's say Pastor Oweyena, whose car is like the apple of his eyes, gives you his car to drive, 
and you come back with the same in one hand and the GST stick and said pastor said yes he said this is what is left of your car if you need your car go to Odota this is the GR this is the steering. if it does not rush you to the ground and teach you a lesson another day you will even be afraid to go to him even if you go to him he will say well instead of giving you my car I will help I will make you to push my car opportunities that are well used open up doors for more number three benefit of using an opportunity is this and this is also very good using opportunity is profitable for you the opportunity god gave me to be in the ministry i use it well it changed my life it changed my life financially it changed my life spiritually let me say this to you you can profit from the use of any opportunity when peter used the opportunity jesus christ gave him for a harvest it profited him when Zacchaeus in Luke 19 verse 1 to 9 used the opportunity that was given to him, he profited. He eventually gave his heart to Christ. Opportunities will come to profit you. Profiting is the result of properly employed opportunities. In all labor there is profit. In all labor, in all the things you do, based on the opportunity you have, you profit. Many of you went to the school and used the opportunity in school well. Now, you have a BSc degree or you have a HND or you have a, a master's degree and that is the reason why you are put on that kind of salary. That is why you can work in that place. Others were your classmates who played with secondary school education and who instead of passing failed will tell you that they are not, it's no laughing matter. They are not security guards. They are not broke going somewhere looking for handouts. They were your classmates. I know some people in offer who are my classmates who are bicycle repairers. What happened? They did not. The same thing I was giving was what they were giving. But in those days when they were in school, they'll be smoking and going out instead of doing the right thing at school. Opportunities may never repeat themselves. Nobody usually has a second opportunity to make a first impression. The first thing, the best time to do it is when you do it the first time. The best time to do it is when you do it now. Using opportunities to help is profitable the bible says in first timothy 4 15 meditate on this things, give yourself holy unto them that your profiting may appear when you give yourself to it your profit may appear there are some people who have a legal they have a legal call the same kind of call god gave me the only thing that we are, are different between my call and their call is probably a matter of emphasis but you see, I'm getting more out of it than they are doing out of their own call. Though it's similar, given by the same God, given for the same purpose, they are defined of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto the perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. But I'm getting more out of it. Some people are getting more out of the messages we preach every Sunday than some other people are. Some other people are getting, they are getting many things out of being a Ramite than some people are. The problem is not in what we are doing. It is in the kind of people that we are dealing with. The same sun that softens the wax hardens the candle. Uh, the same sun that softens the wax hardens the clay. There is nothing wrong with the sun. It is a substance that dictates the difference of the result. Number four. When you use opportunities, it's not just profitable to you. It is also profitable to others who are around us where you use your opportunities well your family gets out of it your neighbor gets out of it your loved one gets out of it it benefits more than you opportunities that are used well benefits benefits others 
Look at you. You have discovered the call of God on your life because I used my own opportunity well. Now, remember this. That if you do not use your opportunities well, somebody will suffer because of it. If you don't use the opportunity you have in school well, the opportunity you have to do that business, the opportunity you have to do to meet that person, if you don't use it well, not only will you not gain, but others who are tied to the April strings of what your future holds will regret it. Our fathers have eaten grapes and the teeth of the children are set on edges. Many children will agree with me that they are suffering today not because of what they did, but because of what their fathers did, their mothers did. The wrong decision. When your mother made up her stupid little mind to get out of your father's house, despite the fact that it was rascally, she made a serious mistake. So you grew up in a place where there was not a present father, your father was absent. You can never have the proper development if you have never been fathered. Or if you have never been mothered. Because your father may have taken a radical view of something your mother did. And because of that, he told her to pack out. And because you did not want to live in hunger, you stayed back. But you know this day that you are not a complete person. I know women who fail in their husband's house because they never grew up under a father. Understanding man is important. Understanding your man is also important. But there is something. You see, many things that men bother about, women don't bother about it. Many things that women bother about, men don't bother about it. Men will insist that the one thing that drives them is their work. Years ago, I used to preach a message that says, what every woman needs to know about what bothers men. And I think there are certain things men also need to know about what bothers women. And it's only by knowing such things, growing up will let you see some things in a different light. Using opportunities will bless people. Will bless others around you. The fact that I use my opportunity, well, is blessing you. The fact that I use my opportunity to study the Bible, well, is blessing you. The fact that I use my opportunity to stay in this town, is blessing you, is changing you. We may never have met except in bigger conferences. He probably did not stay here. We may never have known. He probably, I did not use my own opportunity. If I had played with my opportunities, like some other people played with theirs, you may never have had the feel of what it is to be mentored or trained for the ministry. Number two, number, number four, is it four or five? Another thing that using opportunities will do is that it makes things easy for us, generally. Opportunities are prepared suitable circumstances. They are prepared. When something has been prepared for you, it is easy. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. It makes things easier. Every opportunity God offers you is an opportunity not in complexity but in simplicity. It's an opportunity to do what you need to do in the easiest way and get a great result out of it. It's an opportunity in simplicity. It makes things easier. Why look for what to do when he gives you the opportunity to do the right thing? Why look for where to be when he gives you opportunity to stay in the right place? Why look for what to say when he puts his words in your mouth? The last benefit of using opportunities is that using opportunities now will keep us and our life out of the pain of regret for not using it. People who never use opportunities always regret. They always regret. Young men and women, listen to me. Old men and women will tell you that they had some opportunities they should have used, they could have used, but which they do not use, and that they regret every minute of it. They always regret. 
young men and women listen to me old men and women will tell you that they had some opportunities they should have used they could have used but we they do not use and that they regret every minute of it they regret every minute of it i've been a christian for 20 24 going to uh, 24 years now but one thing i say to people is this i still regret not being a christian when i was on campus there is something about what being a christian on campus is that i don't know about and i don't have the opportunity to go back there and do 100 level i'm moving around with faith father and son but there are instances when father and son were in the university at the same time do you know that now i don't want to do that how would i be eating the cafeteria and somebody will walk up to me and say sir i say yes then they say who is this is my son what level 100 you in call 400 uh -uh. what is happening in this place now nah. <laughs> i don't like that i don't like that but there is always a regret in the life of anybody who had a chance to do it but did not do it he probably your mother is allowed to tell you she will have told you she regretted leaving your father's house if your father was allowed to tell you, she would have told you she regretted asking your mother to go. If some people who live overseas now have an opportunity to tell you something, they will tell you they regretted leaving this country. I'm not saying that everybody who lives regrets. But the chances God will give us and the opportunities you give us will be in line with his purpose for our lives. And that is why you need to know that not every green card is a certificate to liberty. If you want to keep your life green, there are some green cards you need to get and put it in your pocket. I know people who lost their means of livelihood because they had green card. Automatical doors that were open is not an indication that you should depart from the place where God has planted you. Do not choose the place of your choice in the place of his choice. Are you listening to me? Let me now close by saying this. I want to share with you very quickly characteristics that will help you use the opportunities God gives you. Attitude that will facilitate the proper use of opportunities. What are those attitudes that I need to develop if I'm going to use opportunities properly? Because let me say this to you. There are some people that will tell you that look, if only I had known I would have left the civil service when I was 45. If only I had known, I would have left this job. I would have changed jobs. I would have changed location. If only I had known. I shouldn't have married when I did. If only I had known, I would have gotten a master's degree. There are some of you, you are missing the opportunity for a master's degree right now. Your future depends on the master's degree if you don't know. I'm saying this by prophecy. There are some of you, the opportunity to go for a master's degree, a second degree, is passing you by yet your future rely on it if you don't do it now you will see do it but when you do it it will be by dolly by tulas and at that point in time some opportunity will have passed you by there are some adverts in the papers they will categorically tell you master's degree will be an advantage why for god's sake when they say master's degree will be an advantage that you think it's not going to be an advantage to get a master's degree why you are too much in a hurry to make money if you are going to make money make good money not useless money if you are going to make money make good money when they interview you like this they say quiet the man is qualified and there are some of you they say if you are be if you are above the age of 35 don't even apply 
I don't know whether you read these things. Those, you see, those opportunities are defined. They have they are perishable. They are clearly stated. What are those attitudes I need to possess if I'm going to use as opportunities? Number one, you need to be sensitive and alert, or else you will miss several opportunities. David was sensitive. The future belongs to those who are sensitive. If only you can be sensitive, many opportunities will not pass you by. A sensitive person is usually first to identify an opportunity. When you are sensitive, you will always see there is a chance here. A sensitive marketer, a sensitive lecturer, a sensitive student, a sensitive housewife, a sensitive husband, a sensitive single, a sensitive... There are some of you sisters who are waiting for a car that has no tire. The man has made up his mind not to marry now. And you are waiting for the man. <laughs> you are parked behind a car that has no tire. Some years ago, a friend of mine told, this, told me this. You believe that you have heard from God. That is this man. But the man has no tire. He's not going anywhere. I remember a brother told me this some years ago. He went to Ibadan. So eventually that day, he, he called us in the morning and said, well, I'm leaving Ibadan now about, about 10. But the brother arrived about 8 o'clock in the night. I said, what happened? He said, come and see me sit up. I said, what happened? He said, we went to a particular place. I said, okay, sole, 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 sole. And every one of us wanted to sole. There are some haste that we get into trouble. And there are some, you are waiting for this man. This man is not ready. He's not even serious at all. He's, he's not serious at all. You think he's thinking about it, but he's not even thinking about it. You think it's a priority to you, but it's not to him. He's in the back of the bouncing burner. So the brother said after they had collected the agbedo, came and said, "Oh, I saw. I'm not going back." So he collected the money. After the money had been collected for a long while, he said, "Where is the driver now?" Everybody had just disappeared. Where is the driver now? One agbedo came to them and said, "Are you traveling?" He said, "Yes." He said, "This car you are inside does not have engine, no." So the brother came out and said, You know, somebody uh, they drove it here now. Said, they were pushing it. People thought that they just pushing it. They said, battery was starting, go kick it. But the man does not have engine. Look at the other said, Do you have engine? <laughs> you, you, so now listen to this. So the brother went and opened the bonnet. And there was no energy. Ah, the brother said, God, why did you do me like this? And God said, Why did you come here to enter? Is there no garage there? You must be sensitive. Number two, if you are going to use opportunities as you should, not only should you be sensitive, you should also be prepared. God has a prepared place. For a prepared people. You must be prepared. Prepare for the opportunity that is going to come. Very soon somebody will be looking for a wife that looks like you. Be prepared. Very soon an advertisement will be made for the kind of course you studied. Be prepared. Very soon an opportunity will be given to somebody to travel. Be prepared. Success comes when opportunity meets Preparation. 
when you get your master's degree now there are many more opportunities you can take advantage of than when you don't have a master's degree when you answer the call of God into the ministry there are so many opportunities you can seize than you are than you are seizing now prepare Second Chronicles 27 verse 6 prepare he said Jotham became mighty because he prepared his way before the Lord is God prepare he that gets ready when opportunity knocks is arriving late get ready remove the stops out of your life remove all those blemishes the wrinkles prepare if you're going to be somebody else's wife prepare to be a wife and not an independent woman i know some women they are too independent for them to make a good wife they are too argumentative and too contentious they are too critical to make a good wife and that's why the bible said it's good for your husband to settle in the roof of the ceiling now the man cannot be paying the rent and be living in the ceiling so you better make up your mind there's going to be some character information the fact that you make a successful accountant does not mean you be a good a good minister you must learn how to change when before there is the need for you to change number three another attribute of those who use opportunities right is that they are courageous they do not fear one thing the devil will always use is to make you fear he will make you fear he will make you fear what will go wrong he will cripple your efforts by use of using opportunities by making you see opportunities as risks that are not worth taking everybody who had ever used an opportunity had been confronted by the fear that what they want to do may not turn out right but you see they were sure that what they were doing was going to be better what they were about to do was going to be better than whatever they were doing before god said something to me yesterday that i wrote it here he said while the average person fears stepping out into a new opportunity the true believer in god fears missing out if he does not step out your fear should be i may miss it your fear should not be probably it may not be so if it is not so let me say this every opportunity god opens to us he opens it with good intentions intended purpose of what god wants you to do boast yourself not of tomorrow people who use opportunity says today is the day the lord god has made how rejoice and be glad in it tomorrow you may not have the willpower to take that decision anymore tomorrow you may not have the courage tomorrow the circumstances may not be as right as they are now the opportunity may not still be there god told israel go in at once they say sorry we don't want to go in we don't feel like going we have problems with the giants we want to think about how way to circumvent the giants when they wanted to go in again it was 40 years later if you read numbers 14 verse 40 to 45 when the time came for them and they now wanted to do it god said ah. to everything there's a time it has perished the opportunity you are given is perished it's gone it's destroyed it's no more when you have time for people they do not show up in that time when they come in their own time they will eat of the fruit of their ways he said every time 
to everything that's the time. Isaiah 55 verse 6, seek the Lord when it can be found, call upon him when he's there. Psalm 32 verse 6, thus shall every godly man pray unto God in the time when it can be heard. There's a time. There's a time. Those who seize opportunities are not just people full of courage. God kept telling Joshua, be strong and of good courage. You need courage to start that business. You need courage to go into ministry. You need courage to marry. You need courage to, 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 to float a business empire. You need courage to go from a distributor to a manufacturer. You need courage. Because the devil will say to you, who do you think will buy what you are producing? You need courage. But more than that, procrastination, the Englishman says, is the thief of time. I close. These are how many closings now? Three? Every minister closes five times. Another characteristic, I'll give you two, three more. The people who use opportunities have is that they disregard the opinions and the oppositions of others who don't know what they know. Do not just disregard the opinions of others. If you know they know something you do not know, don't disregard their opinion. Many times, when an opportunity opens to us, we share with our friends what we want to do. With a desire in our heart that our friends will accept and will see what we are trying to do and so approve. But let me say this to you. When you have an opportunity to seize an opportunity, when you have a chance, an opening to use an opportunity, you may need to disregard and resist the opposition of those who don't know what you know. You are the one God has called. Some people may be telling you, ah, should you go to ministry at your age? Ah, why do you go to university then when you're not going to work with your degree? Ah. Can you start a ministry in a lorry? Ah. Can you pass a church the way you look? Four inches, five inches tall? Four feet, five inches tall? Ah. Nobody knows more than you what you have heard from heaven. But if somebody knows more than you know, you do not disregard them. If you are going to seize opportunities. If there are people in whose life you have seen that they seized opportunities and they used them, then they have an understanding of the times. They are the sons of Issachar. First Chronicles 12, 32. He said the sons of Issachar, I think 32, 33. He said the sons of Issachar have an understanding of the times to tell Israel what Israel should do. If you are going to seize opportunities, another thing you need to do is to work hard. Work hard. Every opportunity God gives needs to be worked at. Lazy people never inherit the kingdom of God. The hand of the diligent shall be a rule. A slothful man will be under tribute. Not slothful in business. Romans 12, 11. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. My father is a worker. My father walketh hither when I walk. The problem with some people is not because the opportunities are not there, but they are lazy. One of the students in this church some years ago failed an exam. Failed a very important exam. And she cried and cried and cried and cried. And she came to me one day and prophesied. He said, oh, I wish all my head were waters and my eyes like the rivers of Babylon that I may weep and weep and weep. I said, you know, there's a scripture like that. 
said, oh, I wish my head were like water and my eyes were like rivulets of rivers that I may weep and weep and weep and weep. I told her, I said, listen, do not think about the fact that you failed. But let me share something with you. I said, if you read again this time, the way you read last time, you'll fail again. I said, it's not prophecy. I said, this is a law. I said, you need to change where you read, when you read, how you read. I said, there is no way you can keep doing the same thing, the same way, and have a different result. I said, it's not going to be possible. And she went, did the exam, and passed. I kept getting in touch with her while she was preparing for the exam. And I asked her, I said, if you were your own instructor, and you compare what you knew in the first exam, that you did and failed with what you now know in the second exam and you did and passed i said will you have passed yourself he said if i were my instructor i would never have passed myself even the first time he said because i discovered i did not even cover one over four of what was expected of me he said i now understand why i fail the problem is not there are no opportunities in the lorry but you are too lazy some of you put your trousers very low today very low on your hips even the way you walk is an sisters be careful oh. if even the way you are on level glory even the way you are you are walking like it look at you on level even to iron your shirt properly you cannot even to put oh yeah look at your shoe look at the shoe opposite you my father used to say long. my father used to tell one of us he said nothing will kill you laziness has already killed you so that's not he said if i touch you i will just be adding to the death say laziness has already look at your neighbor and say are you lazy even some people you see them even ah, oh, i look at some young men now look when we were in school we sell newspapers you have one week, two weeks vacation on Lebruku, you'll be begging for money. You are Jerry Coyle, you know. New generation brother. You, you are uh, on Lebruku. So, you're not your money, right? Sisters, just look at the way he looks first. On Lebruku. At the age of 23, look at the way you're walking. On Lebruku. Slothfulness casted into a deep sleep. He becometh rich. That is diligent. If you are diligent, you will become rich. He becometh poor that dealeth with the slack hand. The hand of the diligent maketh rich. Wealth gotten by vanity diminishes. He that gathered by labor increases. Let me say this to you. You are going to be spiritually hardworking. Physically hardworking. Some of you, you come to church, and joke with you, and you say, alone. And I say, hey, all right, if you sit down and you are tired sitting down, what if you walk? Look at your neighbor and say, you're a lazy person. The problem with you is laziness. It's not that you don't have opportunities, but you cannot seize the opportunities because you are too lazy to walk. You're too lazy. Whatever your hand finds it to do, your problem is not a money problem. You know, you are looking for a good job. You might detain. Or Lebruku. Look at your neighbor and say, Abolenio. Stand on your feet and bless him this morning. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. 
up your hands and bless the Lord. Glorify him. Magnify him. Exalt him. Extol him. Worship him in the beauty of holiness. Say, I will seize the opportunities of God. Every opening, every chance, every suitable circumstance that you offer me, I'm going to take it.